This episode is brought to you by Jewish Workshops, your home for interactive Jewish content and online community where you can join your favorite lecturers and mentors and receive guidance to help you grow and transcend the challenges of daily life. One of the challenges my audience shares with me most often is a deep dissatisfaction and yearning to create a means of livelihood that aligns with who they truly are. This is why I've partnered with Jewish Workshops to bring you a free live webinar this coming Monday, June 26 at 12 p.m. Eastern, where I I will help you see how your innate gifts can be turned into a money-making endeavor that you'll love to wake up to every single day. Yes, you can make money serving the world, doing something you love. I will help you go from purpose to profit. Head over to yaeltrush.com forward slash FPTP. Space is limited on this webinar, so be sure to secure your spot right away at yaeltrush.com forward slash FPTP. PTP. Jewish Money Matters episode 333, Ask Yael. You're listening to Jewish Money Matters, the podcast where Jewish wisdom and spirituality meet your money and your business. Money is a means to serve God in this world with joy, to build a life that leaves an imprint way beyond our time in this world. I want you to discover the secrets to Jewish wealth, to gain practical and spiritual tools to break free from the shackles of financial worry to design the joyful, rich life that your soul desires. Welcome to Jewish Money Matters. I'm Yael Trush, and I'm so glad you're here. You're listening to Jewish Money Matters. I'm Yael Trush, your host. Welcome to the show. This is Ask Yael Friday here in Jewish Money Matters, the time of the week when I get to answer your questions, which you submit to me via email, via Instagram DM, LinkedIn, all the places. But before we hit the mailbag, how has everybody's week been? Everyone also trying to squeeze work while tending to the demands of having children at home? Not speaking for myself here or anything, but you know. <laughs> anyway, this week I did actually squeeze in a few awesome things. One of them was a long-awaited photo shoot. Yes, been waiting to do that. That was really a lot of fun. In fact, if you received my newsletter, you heard about that. And you also heard my invitation to join my upcoming free live webinar this coming Monday, June 26 at 12 p.m. Eastern from Purpose to Profit. I'm going to be hosting this webinar in partnership with Jewish Workshops to help anyone who's been struggling with a deep dissatisfaction and a yearning to create a means of livelihood that aligns with who they truly are. You know, if you're a person that, you know, you wish you could have a business doing something that you love, making income by serving the world with your unique talents and gifts, but you're not doing it yet. I'm going to help you get past the fears that are holding you back. I'm going to help you identify where your gifts and interests meet what the world needs. And I'm going to help you see how you can actually be making money, serving the world in a way that feels so genuinely you because, well, it is you. And I know this because I've done it for myself and because I've helped so many of my students do the same. Not to mention, I've also learned from so many of my guests. So get a babysitter, make yourself a nice iced coffee, bring pen and paper and let's have some fun together because this really should be enjoyable. Designing and starting a business from a place of genuine purpose is enjoyable. Waking up to it every day is enjoyable. Like a student of mine, I remember Barbara, she told me one day, I don't feel like this is work. This is my playground. And yeah, that's what I want for everyone. That's I can totally relate to that. So head over to yaeltrush.com forward slash F-P-T-P. That's F as in Frank, P as in Peter, T as in Tom, P as in Peter, which stands for for From Purpose to Profit to register for the free webinars. That's yeltrush.com. 
forward slash FPTP. And please do so because spaces are limited on this one. And Jewish Workshops, my co-host, co-host does have a very wide reach, but I want to make sure that you, my audience, gets first dibs here and does get in. Okay. So head over to yaeltrush.com forward slash FPTP. Again, bring pen and paper. I know we only have maybe an hour, an hour and 20 minutes, so I have a lot to cover, but I really, really want to make the most of our time and I want to make it super valuable and super enjoyable. So I hope to see you there. So that's that. Another great announcement, Ellie Beer. Come on. How did I not say this first? Ellie Beer, founder of United Hatsala, is on the show this week. And this is some episode, really totally epic I mean, I have no words and I, I have to thank Dr. Jonathan Donat from um, Daily Giving for introducing me to Ellie and Ellie for his time, which is so precious. And of course, you wouldn't believe it, but technology failed us and we couldn't connect. So we started the interview later than anticipated. And Ellie, of course, and he was so gracious. He had to run to another meeting, but thank God it all worked out. And he was still so generous with his time and so gracious and just very, very special. It's a very, very special episode. Please do yourself a favor and listen to my conversation with Ellie Beer. It was amazing. And yeah, I do get that maybe you didn't catch it yet. So that's why I'm, I'm emphasizing it here because I, as I alluded to earlier, I was running late this week with airtime. You know, it's one big party around here until, you know, summer camp starts soon, please God. So kids at home, photo shoot, upcoming profit to work, uh, profit to purpose webinar, Ellie Beer interview and tons more. Thank God. I can't complain. It's all fun and it's all good. But let's move on to Apple Podcasts and pick our reviewer of the week. This week, I'd like to extend a thank you and an invitation for a 20 minute call with me to Aggie Meyer. And he says on uh, the Apple Podcast uh, app, he says, he says, uh, he leaves a five star review. This was left on June 5th. He says, get on the same page. I listened to three episodes as this as did my wife. And for me, I know it shifted some things around in my mindset around money. The episodes allowed my wife and I to begin to get on the same page and led to su such an amazing conversation like never before. These lessons sunk in on a very deep level and I'll continue to dig dig deeper as time goes on. Thank you, Hashem, for this podcast. Well, thank you, Augie Meyer, for that kind review. And yes, there's a lot of episodes. I mean, oh, come on, guys, we're like almost at 350. It's insane. Thank God. But I'm really, really glad that only three episodes left such an imprint. Uh, so yes, keep on listening. It's, it's so very special to me to hear to hear that you know, three episodes were so impactful and meaningful and that husband and wife are getting together to listen and to grow together. Thank you. Thank you, Hashem, for this podcast. As you said, I have to echo that. And, and for this wonderful audience, you are why I wake up every day and I do what I do. It's been what? It's going to be seven years soon. It's always a pleasure and purposeful and meaningful. So thank you, Augie Meyer, for reminding me of how important this work is. And to every one of you listening, thank you again for being here. Uh, Augie Meyer, send me an email or DM and I will quickly send you a calendar link for us to connect on the phone. So our first question today is from Alexis via email. She says, do you give MICER only after receiving your income or can you give it beforehand if an opportunity presents itself? What a great question and what a timely question because I just had such an experience um, um, which I will share with you. So the answer 
to your question, Alexis, is a resounding yes. Basically, what she's saying is an opportunity that is important and meaningful to me might present itself and I might not have the amount of money all of the money or, you know, or all of the money yet in a MISER account, you know, sitting there parked or ready to dispatch, so to speak. Can I give, give it ahead of time? Can I take from other money, whether it be, you know, money that's been labeled for something, earmarked for something else, whether it be my checking account money or my savings money or, or other and give out that money um, for charity to that cause that's meaningful to me at the moment. Can I go out on a limb? That's what, what she's asking. And the answer again is yes. Basically what's happening is I'm testing God. I'm testing Hashem saying, I know you will give me this money, even though I don't even have it yet. And yes, we are allowed to do that. In fact, if you recall what we've learned before, that when God talks about Meister in Malachi 3.10, I'm pretty sure, um, Hashem says, test me on this. And our sages teach us that this is the only mitzvah in which we can test God. Meaning we can test him that if I do something for God, then he will do his part. We're not allowed to take that attitude with any other mitzvah except this one. And I'll tell you more, Alexis. This is exactly what happened to me this week on Monday. So again, I don't know how you need to ask this question this week, uh, but I shared this with my newsletter subscribers. And, 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 and look, and it's not just Monday. I've been in that situation several times, situations where I just don't have the liquidity. I have no idea where the money for tzedakah is going to come from. And I've learned over the years, guys, that the answer is not no. The answer is yes. The reaction is not how will I get the money? But rather, Hashem, I wonder how you will get the money, right? Because we're working for him. He's the boss, okay? But I'm going to tell you what happened on Monday. And, and, and thank you to all of you who responded to the newsletter and you enjoyed um, hearing about this and you found it meaningful. So basically, I received a request for a cause that I knew right away I wanted to commit to. I felt really, really, it was just, it just hit me hard. I knew I wanted to be part of this, but I also knew that I didn't have the liquidity as, and as you know, I keep close tabs on my numbers. And so I knew that not only was my MISER account down to zero, because we had already given the MISER out, but so was pretty much every other account I could possibly pull from at the moment. I really had n zero idea how I could get the money that day. And basically the money was needed that day for someone to pay rent. And you know, when you have to pay rent, you have to pay rent. This is not something I can just wait, you know, till I figure it out. I can't just sit and think about it and make, you know, all sorts of calculations. So I knew that perhaps, yeah, I could maybe transfer the money from another financial institution. I could pull from somewhere, you know, and I could get it in a day or two. I mean, I, I could have, I had ways, but, but literally to say that I have the money today sitting right this second to send to this cause, which is usually what tends to happen. I actually didn't, I didn't really have it, but I said yes. And I committed to an amount, truly not knowing how in the world I was going to come up with the money that day. I even said to my husband, he's like, don't worry, it's going to work out. He's, I'm like, I just committed us for this amount for this cause. Uh, but I know there's no money. And he's like, that's uh, just, thank you. Thank you for doing that. It's going to work out. And of course, Hashem came through. It was really unbelievable. Within less than two hours of me saying that, yes, something totally unexpected happened. I'm not going to go through the details here, but I literally had the money liquid sitting in my checking account that I could send to the cost right away. Within two hours, like it was so crazy, but it gets, it gets even better because a few more hours by the end of that workday, 
that after a few more hours after I had sent out the money, I also had received more money in a way that I was totally not expecting. You know, usually you have your calculations, money's coming from here for that. No, it was like totally not, not, not planned. So that's the story. And by the way, this whole story involves Donnie Fine and the mitzvah opportunity. If you remember, he was my guest on episode 328. This is a, a one of those episodes that's still having like a ripple effect. I keep hearing from people on social media about this episode. So thanks to him. And also I have to tell you, you know, it's, having the reason I'm sharing this story is because having these stories front and center has an impact that day really minutes before I got the opportunity from from Donnie and the mitzvah opportunity I had been on the phone with Joyce Azria we were wrapping up a conversation we had and you know we had just recorded a podcast and then we I was driving we were on the phone and I was talking to her when she seemingly out of the blue but it wasn't out of the blue everything is you know Hashem orchestrating everything but seemingly out of the blue she started sharing with me um telling me one of her own stories of going out on a limb with tzedakah a story that didn't even make it to the podcast again we were just having a a conversation and literally minutes after this opportunity came to me from Donnie and I said yes to it again I just described it not knowing how I was going to get the money (laughs) but I I think that possibly if I hadn't just had that conversation with Joyce, I may may have fallen into the trap of, you know, making my old calculations, thinking, delaying, planning, passing up the whole thing. I'm, I'm missing the opportunity and not just the opportunity to help out, but also the opportunity to see Hashem in my life, which is exactly what happened. And because it was so cool and exciting, I did share it that same day, I think, or maybe the morning after in my newsletter. So all in all to say, Alexis, yes, you can go out on a limb. Um, and of course, you could keep a record of how much in, you know, you committed and or you sent out from, you know, another account and you could repay yourself later from the MISER account if you want to, etc. Next up, Rachel, who asks via Instagram. She says, if a job is not providing a retirement plan, say due to you choosing to work part-time or they just don't provide that benefit, then would you just recommend putting aside money yourself? What would be the best way to do that? Okay, so yes, Rachel, I do recommend putting money aside from for retirement yourself. And the best vehicle for this, I think for someone early on in their career in the United States is a Roth IRA. A Roth IRA is a special type of tax advantage individual retirement account to which you can contribute after tax dollars. So it's, it's, it's an individual retirement account. You don't have to open it. You don't have to have it through an employer. You can open it yourself. Um, and the primary benefit of a Roth IRA is that your contributions and the earnings on those contributions can grow tax-free and be withdrawn tax-free after the age of 59 and a half, assuming the account has been open for at least five years. So in other words, you pay taxes on money going in, into your Roth IRA, and then all future withdrawals and the earnings on those contributions are completely tax-free. So this can be such a great way to invest for retirement, especially because we assume that as we get older, our tax rate will be higher. Your tax rate in retirement will most likely be higher than it is today. So investing now with after-tax dollars and not having to pay taxes later on can be a huge, huge benefit. There are other many other benefits to the Roth IRA, and as you keep listening to the show, 
you'll see what we've covered them in, in, in detail before. But to, to really get to your, your question, to sum it up, yes, this is definitely my recommendation. Where do you open this Roth IRA? You can do that at any of the brokerage houses, whether online or brick and mortar. You can go online to Vanguard or Betterment or Schwab or Fidelity, pretty much any of them an open one, whichever, you know, either you're already using it for something else, or maybe if you're not, whichever you are, you know, find that the user experience is, you know, more user friendly, let's say, you can do it in either of them, it's going to be pretty similar. Um, the process and the the access to the different investment opportunities, what what needs to happen is we open the account, and then you make sure that afterwards, you've funded the that after you fund it in, in order to open it you're going to open it and you're going to fund it with your initial um, with an initial amount but after you funded it um you want to make sure that you select some low cost index funds or e, um or ETFs, ex exchange traded funds that cover a wide range of the stock market. And then you continue to either automate your monthly contributions, or if you're going to do this manually, then you have to make sure you have a system so that you remember to do so. Um, so highly recommend automation, of course. But I've talked about this on the show before. I've talked about the fact that it's really, really important to make sure that the money is not just sitting in the Roth IRA account. It's not sitting in what's called either money market or there's several names, but basically it's a cash account. It's just cash sitting in the account. Many people think that once you open the account, then it means the money is automatically invested. No, the Roth IRA is just the name of a vessel, a container that holds money. You then have to tell the institution where you want the money inside the vessel to be invested. And that's, as we said on the show many times, where we're going to look for a low cost index fund that tracks a wide range of the stock market. And we're just going to invest the money there and keep investing it there and uh, reinvesting the dividends and just allow the money to grow over time. Um, so so, um, Rachel, good luck with that. If you find that this is getting very confusing, you can always reach out, but I highly encourage you to go back to past episodes of Ask Yael. We've talked about this many, many times and, um, you know, kind of broken the steps, but I totally appreciate the question because it is important to remind ourselves that and remind everybody that there are options if you don't have an employer sponsored retirement account. All right. We also have a follow-up from last week's question where I gave a few tips to new graduates. And one of my tips was to consistently save 10% of your income. That is beyond my tip for you to sign up for your employer's retirement account, or as we just said to Rachel to, you know, sign up and, you know, and if you don't have an employer retirement account, just get a Roth IRA. You could also get a traditional IRA, but the Roth is actually a very cool tool. Um, so anyway, the listener says, what did you mean for saving an extra 10% for goals? Did you mean like life goal dreams? Okay, so yes. First of all, really what we what we talked about here on the show um, very often is that one of the things we want to have is an opportunity fund or what the world out there calls an emergency fund. That is a cushion of three to six months of living expenses saved up liquid and cash. It's not invested, it's not tied up 
Okay. It's easily accessible. Um, you know, you could put it in a, you don't have to have it like next to your checking account. You put it in another institution if you want to, but it's liquid money. Okay. Since, and by the way, I, I do recommend sometimes not to have it a little bit, you know, more at arm's length, right? Not, not so, not, not so accessible that you are too tempted to use it for, you know, not what you really, really deep down inside want to have it for, which is, you know, a real opportunity, not just like, oh, there's a Nordstrom's uh, rack sale. I don't know, Nordstrom sale. Anyway, so since we were talking last week about someone starting their career, I would say to focus just on saving that amount. And then after that, you can start focusing on different short-term or medium-term goals and save for those, whether they be graduate school, a property, vacation money, a, a wedding money, or whatever you decide. You know, sometimes later in life, if we start this process later in life, sometimes we have to take a more hybrid approach, which is fine. Meaning, you know, it might be that later in life, we're still saving for an opportunity fund. We haven't really, you know, kind of gotten there. And we might also have children and we might have children who, you know, I don't know, a child's approaching a bar mitzvah. And so let's say we can, we pop, it's possible that we find ourselves having to save for that as well. So having to save the opportunity fund, because we don't have it and the bar mitzvah fund, let's say. So to my listeners who are recent graduates, if you can just focus now on one, investing for the future, again, as we said last week, uh, meaning for retirement and saving your opportunity fund, your cushion, that would be great. What you're going to find is that you will have toned the savings muscle so well that as you progress through life, saving for your goals, which you'll start having pretty soon, is going to become quite normal, quite natural. It's going to become like it's going to be easier to you than perhaps someone else who is not used to saving and, and, you know, kind of putting money aside regularly every month or from every paycheck. All right. So good luck to that, to, to my listener with that and to everybody else. This is a wrap. Those are great questions. Thank you so much for them. I will see you here. Um, well, I will see you here on Monday with, uh, I think Joyce Azria, but I also will hopefully see you on Monday at From Purpose to Profit, my free live webinar that will be at 12 Eastern. You can register and if you can't make it live, you'll get the replay, but do register because you want to have a seat there. You can register for that at yaeltrush.com forward slash FPTP. Again, that's From Purpose to Profit. So yaeltrush.com forward slash FPTP. PTP. And if you think this might be something that a friend might benefit from, you know, you maybe you have that friend who's been wanting to make more income, who's been frustrated with not utilizing her, her ta- his or her talent, who, you know, is meant for more, please let them know about the free live webinar. Registration is at yaeltrush.com forward slash FPTP. And again, Jewish Workshops has told me that this time they have limited seating in the webinar. I don't know how these things work, but I just I'm following instructions and listening to my co-host when they say, if you want your people, you better let them know. (laughs) So I want my people there. Be sure to grab a seat. I want to make sure that you're all there. Have a Shabbat Shalom.